Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics, and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance, and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct, and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hi, Mark Homer here. Welcome to Mark My Words. Today I'm going to talk about how to access business and first class flights for less than the cost of economy. For the last six or seven years I've been travelling around the world with my fiance. We normally travel business or first class and we're normally spending about £600 per seat. Uh, clearly if you, you flew business class to the Caribbean or North America you'd probably be looking at, at a bill of somewhere around 3000 two to 3000 a seat. Uh, and first class could be sort of four to seven thousand a seat. So getting places like that on six hundred pounds a seat is 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 a big benefit. Um, I've always wanted to be a pilot uh, ever since I was a little boy. My dad used to take me on on planes all around the Far East because we we lived in Indonesia. I got really really excited um, about going into business or first class because we could never do it. Um, I, I broke my leg once when we were away. Uh, and I came back in business class because the insurance company paid for it. Um, my dad had never paid for it. I never had the money to, to, to pay for it. So it was always a dream of mine. Um, and, uh, and when I started to realise there was a route to doing it without paying any more than I was going in economy, I became obsessed with, with finding the system and really drilling into how all of this works. I've simplified it. I, I've made it into something which I understand instinctively. Uh, I have simple ways of, of sort of boxing things off and compartmentalizing the, the process. Um, there are a lot of other areas in, in which you can make this work. It's a huge area. There are a lot more airlines that offer frequent flyer miles and different credit cards that go with them. Um, I'm not an expert on, on most of the ones around the world. I'm, I'm really only primarily interested in British Airways and, and I use Virgin as well. And the reason for that is because they're the two airlines that, that go long haul out of the UK. Generally, if you're getting a British Airways flight or a Virgin flight, it's direct. So that's a big tick for me and a big tick for Gemma as well. Uh, if we're not having to go on two flights, it cuts the journey time down significantly. Um, and certainly with British Airways, they fly to more places um, than all the other carriers that I can think of. And certainly with British Airways, they fly to more places than any of the others out of the UK. So, you know, learning the British Airways system, I think that's sort of 101. I think that's where it starts. Uh, and that's really where I, I've focused a lot of my time because I believe in going deep. You'll know from my other podcasts, I believe in really understanding an area very deeply um, to get the most out of it uh, before you move on to sort of the next section of it. As you get more experienced, um, there are other airlines, you know, if you want to go to the Middle East and um, there's there's Etihad or, or maybe Emirates a lot of the American carriers do very very good um, mileage systems or uh, frequent flyer miles and credit cards that go with them clearly if you a UK citizen and you're going to be getting most of the miles for these journeys from credit cards as I do then you're going to be probably going with a, a British carrier because they're the ones that have the British credit cards. Uh, if you go on an American Airlines flight or, you know, Delta, most of the, the credit cards that, that feed in miles into the frequent flyer accounts for those airlines would be American credit cards, which you wouldn't be eligible to get in the UK. So for me, it's all about British Airways primarily, and I do a little bit on Virgin as well. What you also find with British Airways is frequent flyer system, which is called Avios, is that those points are eligible for use on quite a few other airlines as well. Because they're part of the One World Alliance, um, British Airways Avios points um, can be spent on airlines such as Qatar Airways, um, so you can go uh, to a lot of destinations around the world on Qatar, they go via Doha in Qatar, um, so they're, they're a good one. Um, you can go on Qantas Airways using Avios, which is, um, you know, primarily good for going to the, the Far East. They'll fly into Singapore um, or into to, to Bangkok or Hong Kong, and then you can go on to, to Sydney or to Australia, um, so that they can be good for that. If you're flying around the Far East, certainly to Hong Kong and onwards, 
you can use your Avios on, on uh, Cathay Pacific. Uh, Gemma and I have, have done a flight with Cathay Pacific um, into, uh, into Indonesia. That, that, that was a good one. And there are lots of other airlines around the world that accept Avios uh, flying the other way, such as if you're going to the US. American Airlines is a, a stalwart partner of um, British Airways, you know, a central player in one world. You can use your British Airways Avios miles on American Airlines redemption uh, flights or redeemable flights, which is um, really, really useful. I've also noticed if you're flying to Japan, JAL Airlines can be good. Um, you can use your Avios on those. Um, and if you're going to the Far East, you can often go via Malaysia, um, so via Kuala Lumpur on Malaysian Airlines. There's often a lot of availability on um, Malaysian Airlines. Um, they seem to have a, a lot of seats available, so that can be another good one. Around Europe, uh, there's Air Berlin, um, and um, there's also Sri Lankan Airlines for, for, for a few flights. So it's a good network. It's the best one to be in, I think. And that's why I use it. But primarily it's British Airways. It's all about British Airways. So how do I earn most of the Avios points to go on these flights? Well, one thing that might interest you is most of the Avios points that I, that I earn, in fact, almost all of them are through credit cards. I don't usually earn any or, or very few by actually flying on planes. And there are two types of rewards that you get when you're flying on British Airways. The first one is, is Avios, so there are your frequent flyer miles. And the second one are tier points. Now tier points are directly related to how much you spend on the, the airline ticket. So you can imagine my tier point balance is very, very low at the moment. The Avios balance comes from how many uh, miles that you, you travel um, when you're, you're, you're flying on British Airways and also you earn them for spending money on specific credit cards. Uh, and those credit cards, that, that's where I earn most of the Avios that I use for these types of flights. So which credit cards are best for earning Avios and, and how can they be used? Well, the, the main credit card which I would use for earning Avios is the British Airways Premium Plus card. The British Airways Premium Plus card is a, is a credit card which um, is provided by American Express. Um, so it is a, you know, it's got American Express on it and that, that has some challenges which I'll, I'll discuss shortly. Um, and this Premium Plus card, the, the cost of having it every year is, is £150 a year. Two big benefits of having this card. The first one is you'll get one and a half Avios for every pound you spend on British Airways. So that's a, a good benefit. But the big benefit with the British Airways Premium Plus card is that when you spend £10,000 in a year on that card, you will get what's called a companion voucher. Now, the thing about the companion voucher is it's got to be the single biggest benefit in the frequent flyer mileage business. It is absolutely amazing. What it means is if you go and book a seat on British Airways and, you know, you, you say you book a, a business class seat, what's known as Club World, let's say it costs 150,000 hours to book that, you can have another seat in the same class as long as the companion is, is travelling with you for no extra avios, effectively two for the price of one. So if you spend a pound on, you know, spend a pound on your credit card, you earn one and a half avios. When you're using a companion voucher, actually that doubles the benefit. So it's almost like earning three Avios for every pound you spend. I love leverage. Uh, I love leveraging on properties and, you know, borrowing money and, and sort of earning greater income than, you've, uh, than you're paying on, on, on debt. And, you know, for me, this is a, another form of leverage. Uh, the companion voucher has got to be one of the biggest leveraging tools in, in this whole um, in this whole frequent flyer business. And um, I think it's a, a massive benefit which you should really utilize. So we've got the British Airways Premium Plus card. It's American Express. You get this companion voucher that I've, I've just mentioned. You earn the one and a half Avios for every pound you spend. And there's always an offer on it at various points during the year. But with this card, generally speaking, um, if, you, if you take the card out and you spend 2,000 pounds on it, you'll get 25,000 bonus Avios just for having the card. And then you can use this card for your sort of daily spending. Now, the American Express can't be used everywhere, but there are still lots and lots of places that it is accepted. So, you know, any hotels, uh, clearly when you're buying flights on British Airways, your, your, your rewards get tripled um, if you're, you're buying stuff um, off the British Airways website. If you're shopping, 
most major retailers on the high street will accept American Express. If you're buying petrol, um, that can go on the American Express. That's, that's all acceptable. Uh, PayPal will accept American Express. Am Amazon will accept American Express. You know, any eBay purchases that you do with PayPal, that's all acceptable. So you tend to drive your spending through these kind of sites that will accept American Express. And over time, you'll, um, you'll probably notice that using the right retailers, actually, you can use American Express and you can get all the benefits from, from spending your money in that way. What I tend to do, I have, um, I have a supplementary card on my American Express card or my British Airways Premium Plus American Express card. Um, one of the cards I have, the main one, would be for, for my personal use. Uh, and then the secondary card I'd have for business spending. So any business spending I do, I'd do on the secondary card. Now, you know, if you've got a business, you'll know, you know, there's, there can be some big costs in business that you, you'll frequently be incurring. Um, you may be doing Facebook ads, you may be doing Google ads, um, you may be spending money with all sorts of online retailers to provide services to your business. Um, these can all go through an American Express card and clearly, you're going to earn a lot of avios for, for, for putting those transactions through. You may also have a system which manages your contacts within your business or maybe your email marketing. We use a system called Infusionsoft. They charge us a lot of money. They'll accept American Express. So there are lots of different areas in which you can use your card to spend money for your business or or personally, you know, separate it out with a supplementary card to earn those avios and to, to get past the £10,000 so you get the, the companion voucher. So what I generally do, I earn my, my avios points um, through personal and through business spending. And when you get to your, your £10,000, you get your companion voucher. To book a, a business class flight, you'll probably need about 150,000 avios within your, your account. So you might say to me, well, that means I'm going to need to spend £100,000 uh, in order to book two business class flights because obviously one pound spent means one and a half avios earned. But it's not quite like that because remember earlier on I mentioned that when you take the card out, you're going to be getting a 20, 25, 30,000 avios bonus um, for, for just taking the card out initially. So straight away there, your spending needs to be about 75000 um, you know, in, in aggregate to get to that level. And another thing that you can use to top up your mileage is you, you can wait for the offers that come along on the British Airways website and you can buy more Avios to add to your balance, your Avios balance. Uh, and you can often do that when there's an offer on, maybe they're giving you 30 or 40% Avios away for, for free. So there are lots of different ways in which you can sort of boost your Avios mileage you know don't get despondent thinking you're going to have to spend huge amounts because there, there are lots of ways to, to help you along uh, another clever little way to to boost your spending is if you've got a, a your your partner maybe your 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 husband or your wife they're obviously doing a lot of spending as well maybe they're going to the supermarket filling cars up whatever it is you could get a third supplementary card for them as well um, so you can have three cards that you're you're spending this on maybe there's two of you maybe there's three of you in a household that could be spending on one account um, and that that will you, you'll find over a period of time that your avios earning will increase and you'll you'll get enough in your account to, 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 to book these flights. Another way to get your Avios balance up without necessarily spending as much money, um, although it is reasonably admin intensive, so for those of you who haven't got much spend but don't mind you know jumping through quite a few hoops and, and, and setting this up in the right way, you can get what's called the American Express Platinum Rewards Card. Now the Platinum Rewards Card is, is very good because of the bonus you get when you initially take out the card and spend £2,000 on it. Frequently you'll find with that card you can be getting a 35000 Avios bonus when you spend your two, first £2,000 on it. So you take the card out, you spend two grand on it, you get 35000 Avios, you transfer that over to your British Airways account. Then what you can do with that card is you can refer somebody else, uh, often they may be within your family, um, for you know, so that they can receive and, and spend on the card as well. So what I've done in the past with this one, uh, and I don't do it so much these days because my, my time um, is, 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 is a bit precious to do this and I've got plenty of Avios, but you know, what, I, what I used to do, I used to take the Platinum card out, uh, I'd spend two grand on it, I'd get 35,000 Avios. 
transfer that into my Avios account, then I'd refer my mum. And I'd, you know, I'd manage it all online, make, put the application together, everything like that. Refer my mum, and for the referral, I get something like 20 or 25,000 Avios for the referral. She'd get the card, but I'd already have applied for a supplementary card in my name. I'd spend two grand on her account, getting a 35,000 Avios into her account. I'd then transfer that over. Um, I'd then refer my stepfather from my mother's account, get 25,000 Avios into her account, uh, transfer that into to, um, her Avios account at British Airways. Then I'd spend two grand on his account with a supplementary card, getting 35,000 Avios. Then I'd ref um, he'd make a referral to my my fiance getting 25,000 Avios. She'd spend 2,000 pounds on that card, or I would using the supplementary card, and then she'd get 35,000 Avios. Now I used to do that round robin probably once a year uh, and it probably takes three or four months to go through the whole process and you're opening accounts and closing them and you know there's a lot of time involved but I'd get to about 150 to 200,000 Avios just doing that and spending probably um, 8,000 pounds. Now obviously they all have to have their own British Airways accounts um, you group them together using what's called a household account uh, I'll come on to that a little bit more later, but um, British Airways let you set up an Avios account for each member of your family. And when you put them within a household account, which you control, you then have access to all of those Avios points within that Avios, uh, within that household account, which lets you suck all of the Avios out of, um, out of the, the accounts of, of the people within your, your household account when you're making bookings uh, within the British Airways system. So that sort of round robin using. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. The American Express um, Platinum Rewards card can be uh, quite a nice little thing. And once you cancel that card, because it, it, that, that card has a, a higher fee, it's about £300. When you cancel it, you get a pro rata refund of the fee. Clearly, that all takes a reasonable amount of management, but um, can be quite good for earning, um, you know, significant uh, Avios sums uh, and, and boosting you up initially. Now, lots of people say to me when they're trying to book Avios seats, they go online, they have a look at the availability, the Avios availability, because remember, this is a different section within the executive club on your, your British Airways account. Lots of people go on there and say, well, I've had a look at the, the Avios availability and there aren't any seats. It's all really well this mark, but it's, it's a bit of a scam because British Airways never have anything available for where I want to go. Um, and, you know, I, I suppose my response is, well, there were loads of seats available. British Airways would never sell any of their other seats and um, never make any money and the whole Avios system wouldn't work. So you've got to think outside the box a little bit, you know, find, find the way around it and... Um, you know, if you can do that, you can definitely get Avios seats of your choice to the destination that you want. I'll tell you the way around it. Uh, all these seats are, are released 355 days before the flight. So if Gemma and I want to go somewhere, we'll always go online, um, you know, and I'll, I'll start looking at what the seats are, you know, that are coming out 355 days before. Uh, and I'll go on at midnight um, onto the British Airways website or in, when it's when we're on British summertime, it's 1 a.m. Um, so it's, it's midnight GMT, uh, and that's when the, the, the outbound, um, i.e. the sort of London to, to whatever destination you're looking for, that's when it's released. So 
for example, Gemma and I are going to South Africa. We're, we're going to, um, to, to Cape Town and we're also going on safari through the Kruger um, later on in the year. And I, I booked those flights 355 days before uh, at midnight because I saw they were coming out. Now, I worked out there were seats to Cape Town and also there were seats to Johannesburg um, because that, that's another sort of important thing. You always want to, if you, if you want to go to Johannesburg, you want to look at all the other British Airways destinations around the city you want to go to as well as the city you want to go to because sometimes there can be availability to those other cities. Um, you know, that's certainly the case with California as well. I'll talk about that, that shortly. Um, and, um, you know, I worked out that, that actually we wanted to go to Cape Town, but Johannesburg had really good availability in first class. Um, using Avios uh, and on the A380 because I'm quite sensitive to the plane that we fly on as well because I'm a, a bit of an aviation geek and I, I want to get on the best the best plane and I want to go in the in the you know the best class and it sort of excites me to get a seven thousand pound ticket for six hundred quid um, you know more bangs for the buck and I quite enjoy that so you know I sort of know we're spending we're going on fourteen thousand pounds worth of seats and we're spending twelve hundred quid I quite like that this this flight that that, that we're going on I went on. 355 days before, had a look, and the outbounds were showing. Um, now, I know Johannesburg is, is a good destination because there are three BA flights a day. Now, this is quite important. If you pick the destinations where there are a lot of BA flights every day, you generally find it's easier to get on them, and you may not have to go on 355 days before. But you know, if you can go on 355 days before, then, you know, it, it, it opens right up. You can look at pretty much any destination you, you want to if you're, you know, going to be organised and go on the 355 days before. So you go on 355 days before, you go on at midnight, you book the outbound seat. Um, and clearly you'll need to book two. Um, if you're using the companion voucher, you'd want to book two. Um, it takes half the Avios out. Um, you book your outbounds. And then what you do, you wait sort of 10 days, 14 days, however long you're going to want to go on holiday for. And then when you know that the inbound, i.e. Johannesburg to London, is going to be released, i.e. 10 days later or 14 days later or, or 21 days later, you know, the, the, the period of your holiday, then that night at midnight or 1am, you need to call up the British Airways telephone number uh, and get through to one of the customer service people to add the inbound sector on to, to add to add the return journey onto the booking. Um, now the UK office isn't open at midnight, so what I generally do, I'd, I'd call the the US um, number that's open, um, you know, a lot earlier because um, basically they're on American time. So um, I'd give them a call, or you know, if you if you did wait till the morning. Uh, generally at 6 or 7 a.m. The, the UK office opens. Get them to add the inbound on. Um, there is one more number uh, in Jacksonville, and these guys open at different times. Just try the whole lot, you know, and, um, you know at UK midnight or, or 1 in the morning. Uh, you'll get through to one of them. Uh, sometimes they redirect it through to Mumbai. Uh, as long as you can speak to one of them, they'll add it on. Add the return sector on, um, and you'll have yourself there to seats in club world to most caribbean or you know north american destinations for about 150 to 170,000 avios or you know if you're traveling in first class it's about 200,000 avios something like that and that is two seats as long as you use the companion voucher you can book without the companion voucher and just book one seat but obviously you're getting half the half the value the other thing to say is that when I started doing this, I, you know, I was in the habit of always booking my, my flights three or four months before, not booking a year ahead, 355 days ahead. And, you know, it, it, it took a little bit to get into that mindset because I never knew what I wanted to do, you know, that summer for that holiday. But with time, I, actually, I realised that, that it wasn't any more difficult booking stuff a year ahead. In fact, in many ways, um, it's quite good to get your diary solidified a year ahead and you can book your time off work and, you know, book all your, your stuff around it, um, you know, as long as you're organised. And the, the big thing that used to put me off was I used to think, well, you know, what happens if something comes up and I can't go on that holiday or I can't use those flights? And, you know, when I, I worked this out, when I worked out what I'm about to tell you, uh, it all suddenly fit into place and I, I realised that, that actually it wasn't going to be an issue. When you book an Avios seat with British Airways, they are fully cancellable up until 48 hours before the flight. So you can book a year ahead, you can put it in, in the knowledge 
that, you know, as long as you cancel it more than 48 hours before the flight, you get all the Avios back and you get the, um, you get the cost back for the, the taxes and the, the charges, which you, you will be charged, um, you get those back minus about 50 quid. So effectively, you can travel anywhere in the world. You can book your Avios a year ahead. You get them for 600 quid a seat, which is the, the cost of the taxes and charges. Um, you know, and if you need to cancel it, you get everything back minus 50 quid, which, um, which is pretty amazing. What I found when I started booking them 355 days ahead was that most of the time I didn't end up cancelling them anyway because I'd managed to book everything in around it. Um, and it's quite easy to remember as well because usually, you know, I book sort of two long haul flights uh, to somewhere sunny in the winter, in the UK winter, because that's when I, I find it's nice to get sun. And I always book them three months apart because I don't really want to be going away more than more than say four times a year on holiday because it, it, it's too long out of the office and I, I want to be in the office and sort of keeping abreast of everything that's going on within the business. Um, so what I find is you come back from uh, a holiday or a, or a trip away and 10 days later than the sort of outbound for, for when you went out, you'll be booking the one for next year. So it's a good reminder, you know, when you've just gone out 10 days later, you know, after you're outbound or 10 days later after your return, you'll be booking the one for the, the year ahead. Earlier on, I was talking about the, the getting the British Airways Premium Plus card and getting the supplementary cards. And um, because I'm booking two long haul flights a year using this system, um, I usually want to have two companion vouchers and, and you can only ever book one companion voucher every year using your British Airways card. So I tend to get another account. I have a, another account running. It's a long-term account, and I have that in Gemma's name. Um, so I do most of the spending on my British Airways Premium Plus card. I put most of the personal and most of my business spending through those cards. But every year, when it comes to the anniversary for Gemma's card, uh, which I know is around September, I, I just switch my spending to use her card through her account, spend £10,000 and get a, another companion voucher within that account. Um, and then I, I know I've got two companion vouchers and effectively that means we can both go away business, but business or first class on two, two sort of trips every year um, because we've got two companion vouchers. Uh, and I can get business class for 150,000, 170,000 Avios or, or first for over 200,000. So that's very, very valuable uh, and a big benefit. But you can't do that with a supplementary card. You have to have a, a whole new account. Um, you know, so I, I've got two of us running. Yeah, it's 150 pounds a year for each account, uh, but I think it's well worth it because we get two companion vouchers. Uh, I always try to book first class, uh, but first class is not, often available. Um, as part of the terms and conditions of the Avios system, British Airways always issues or always releases two business class seats on every on every flight. So we usually always manage to get business class. Um, I don't find it's really worth it on economy or, or premium economy because the taxes and charges are probably still you know, £400, £500 or whatever. Well, to book a, a, an economy seat to a lot of these destinations, it might be seven or £800. So it's not worth spending all the Avios and going through all the faff just to spend, just to save 300 quid. Um, I generally find if, if I can't go Avios and I have to pay the full price of the seat, um, then I'll just pay for premium economy because you get a bit of extra legroom. Or we may go in economy, but I will always book the extra legroom seats. I don't think it's worth using Avios in, in economy or, or in business. That said, um, those comments apply to, to long haul flights. Um, when we're going around Europe, um, you know, we always have a, a couple of trips in the summer when, when the, the UK or Europe is, is sunny. Um, so we'll go around Europe, um, you know, this year we'll go to Mallorca uh, and we're also going to, to Capri, so we'll fly into Naples for that. Um, I, I don't use a companion voucher for those trips because it's only 30, 40, 50,000 Avios to go there. Um, but I, I usually always try and book Club Europe, uh, which is British Airways sort of business class around Europe. We often get two for about 40,000 Avios, it's well worth it. They're, they're called reward savers flights, 
Um, I find it much better than going on, you know, EasyJet or any of those airlines because a, you know, you 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 get everything included, your baggage, you get food included in business class. It's much simpler. You don't have the argument with with sort of Ryanair or you know EasyJet sometimes over not printing out the bloody boarding pass or you know not not putting the right amount of weight in each suitcase or whatever. You you turn up with British Airways it's a lot simpler. Yeah, you have to fly. Sorry, you have to travel further sometimes. Um, we have to go to Heathrow or sometimes Gatwick. Uh, and I'd prefer to go to Stansted or, or Luton or, or, you know, maybe to East Midlands. Um, but I find it much, much cheaper, simpler, uh, a better flight. Uh, they're always direct. Uh, you get much better cabin crew and service on British Airways. Um, so I, I, I like doing it around Europe and, uh, as well. It's, um, it's a good system. So where else can you earn um, Avios from? What are the types of spending using credit cards? Is Avios available on? Well, there are some other cards that are are um, you know sort of Avios um, earning cards, and what, one of the big ones is the HSBC Premier card. Uh, it's the World Elite Credit Card, uh, and with that one, it's it's actually a Mastercard. So earlier on, I was talking about the British Airways Premium Plus, and that's American Express, and lots of people say to me, "Well, I want to be able to to sort of." you know, spend money on a Visa or a, or a MasterCard because everywhere accepts it. Well, the HSBC Premier World Elite credit card is a MasterCard. You get one Avios for every pound you spend using that card. So lots of people like to get that card in addition. I have it as well as the Amex. I use it, you know, when the, where, in places where the Amex isn't accepted. The only thing with that card is you do have to jump through some hoops. You have to sort of meet the minimum income requirements at HSBC. And sometimes you have to take out either um, uh, an investment product, i.e. put some money in one of their funds or maybe take out a HSBC mortgage. So it does take a little bit more work. Um, but what I find is with them, you can put, put a small amount of money in some of their funds and, and that generally keeps them happy. So the, the HSBC Premier card, um, that is a good one. Big benefit of that card, and you know, you, you may find this hard to believe, but you know, it started happening um, in the last year. HMRC, the Inland Revenue, will accept payments for VAT, income tax, corporation tax using that HSBC Premier card because it's a MasterCard. Now, they charge a little bit extra. There's a, you know, a, a sort of additional, I think it's 0.3 or 0.4, you know, percent commission, but it still can be quite good. I mean, if you're paying a lot of VAT or income tax or corporation tax to, to HMRC, you can use that credit card and earn Avios through it. So I like that. Um, try not to download or, or transfer the Avios off that card. I think it's around September, October every year because uh, HSBC tend to run a bonus where you get something like 50% bonus Avios when you transfer them into British Airways at September or October each year. So if you're sort of transferring them on a monthly basis, you won't get that bonus. So look out for that. That's, you know, there's a big benefit there. I recommend you go on the, the British Airways website a lot. I think you want to be looking at all the different destinations, working out what it is uh, that they're releasing on a daily basis in terms of Avios seats. You need to get yourself a, a, a British Airways Executive Club account to do that. Um, have a look at all the different destinations, you know, what comes out on a daily basis, what's what's available. The destinations that have lots of British Airways flights to them every day are easier to book. So these, these destinations, you won't have to book 355 days ahead. And um, certainly if you're starting off with that and you've got Avios and you're ready to book now, these may be better destinations for you just to get you into the Avios way. Because uh, trust me, you'll once you're into this and once you get your, your business and first class flights, you know, with your bed um, to these destinations for 600 quid, you, you really won't want to go back. So um, you'll, you, you'll endure a little bit of pain or, you know, you'll, you'll spend a little bit more time getting into this mindset and booking a year ahead and, you know, spending on these cards and, you know, getting yourself into this mindset so that you can do this because it really will change the change the quality of, of, of your travel when you, you go in long haul, especially long haul. So the, the places where there's lots of availability usually are New York, that's the biggest one. There are loads of BA flights to New York every day, like I see between five and 10 flights a day to New York. There's a really special flight out of, um, 
out of um, London City Airport on the BA1, the BA001, that's the flight number, it's the old Concorde flight, but it now goes out on a little Airbus, a little A318, something like you'd see on EasyJet, but what it is, it's been stripped out, it's business class only, uh, it goes via Shannon in, in, um, in, in Southern Ireland, they do passport control there, they check your bags, uh, and then you go straight over to, to New York, uh, and you, you don't go through passport control or, you know, have your bags checked or anything like that in New York, uh, you walk straight through. So that's a great flight. Um, Los Angeles, there are quite a few flights every day. Um, that can be a good one if you're going to the west coast of America. Um, earlier on, I mentioned if you're looking to go somewhere in on the west coast of America, you want to look at the other places that British Airways fly to in that region and then maybe get a car or another flight if you can't get availability. So if you're going to LA, another option is San Jose. There's a, another airport near, close by, just on the outskirts instead of LAX. Um, that's in Silicon Valley. They fly the, the British, uh, sorry, they fly the Boeing 787 Dreamliner to that destination. So that, that's another option where you'll get availability. Uh, you can also go further down um, the San Diego, British Airways fly in there. Las Vegas, you know, further over, um, British Airways fly in there. You can get a car, you can drive across. And slightly further north, they also go to um, San Francisco. Um, so there's quite a few options there in the, the west coast, uh, you know, of, of the US for you to fly into on British Airways. Um, what's also interesting is you can fly into one of those airports using British Airways, you can get in a car or go to your destination and then if there's availability from one of the other airports or the airport closest to where you're staying, you can actually fly out of a different airport on your return journey. That's called an open jaw flight. Now you need to ring British Airways, you need to tell them what you're doing, but you'll be ringing up anyway at midnight or one in the morning if you're doing the 355 days before or if, if you know, if you're not and you, you do call up, say to them, I want to do a, an open jaw return, you may be flying into Los Angeles, but I'm going to come back out of San Francisco or I'm going to return back out of San Diego. And they'll let you do it with the companion voucher and using the Avios. That's something I learned a few years ago. If you're flying to the Far East, um, generally Singapore is, the availability isn't great there because they don't have loads of flights. Um, Bangkok's not great. Uh, but you can still do it, doing the three, five, five days before. But Hong Kong, there's always two or three flights every day into Hong Kong. So it's easier to get availability. And they do the A380 into Hong Kong. I think there might be one, maybe two A380 flights into Hong Kong every day. So that's a huge plane. Uh, lots of availability in business class uh, and often in first class. Dubai is another one. There are stacks of flights to Dubai every day from British, uh, using British Airways. So there's always a lot of availability or usually a lot of availability to Dubai. Um, the other little trick with Dubai is, a um, little bit like I just mentioned with the US and California, you don't have to fly into Dubai to go to Dubai. You can actually fly into Abu Dhabi. British Airways fly direct to Abu Dhabi and it's like one hour in a car, it's one hour in a taxi to, to get to Dubai. So you may have a trip where you're you know, you're going to Dubai, but you fly to Abu Dhabi, you go in a taxi for an hour, you get to Dubai, you have your holiday, and you fly back out of Abu Dhabi again, um, you know, because there was availability from Abu Dhabi. Or you may fly back out of Dubai on an open jaw, as I mentioned earlier on, or you may be going to Abu Dhabi, but fly into Dubai and do the one-hour trip in the, in the taxi. So, you know, you just, just try and think about what other airports British Airways fly to that are close to your des destination. Um, another one uh, would be Sydney. That's a favourite. That's very difficult to, to, to get Avios availability to because it is actually um, one of the few British Airways flights that, that where there are two flights. It's not direct. Um, you, you land usually um, in, um, in Hong Kong on the, the Sydney, in, in Hong Kong or Singapore on the, the Sydney uh, bound flight. Um, there is sort of a, a flight which, which, which lands in, in um, which Hong Kong, it refuels, uh, and then the same flight carries on to Sydney. But you always need to land and refuel on the way because uh, there aren't any completely direct flights on British Airways to Sydney. So you need to book that usually three, five, five days before. You need to be sort of online, booking your outbounds um, at one minute past midnight, and then booking the inbounds at one minute past midnight on the phone with British Airways if you're going to hope to, to get those seats. 
Bangkok's another one that's quite tough. Um, if you're going to um, the uh, the Caribbean, Barbados, there's there's usually two flights a day to Barbados. So, you know, that's one of the easiest ones to get to. Lots of availability on Avios to, 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 to Barbados. Um, other ones, are, you know, around the Caribbean, you may get a Grand Cayman. That's a bit more difficult. Uh, that flight's often full. Um, you, you can, you know, you can go to Jamaica. Um, you can go to Trinidad. Um, you may go to um, Antigua. Um, that's another one, you know, where there's reasonable availability. That's a good one. Um, you may go to the Indian Ocean type destinations like Mauritius or the Maldives uh, or the Seychelles. Gemma and I have been to, the, uh, we went to Mauritius uh, the year before last and went to the Maldives last year. Both great destinations, but they don't fly to those destinations every day. So you've sort of got to work out what days of the week they do fly and then time your 355 days before that. Um, with the Maldives, you know, I I think they flew three days a week. Um, so I had to keep checking, you know, at, at midnight and then eventually I found um, availability. You, you find with those destinations as well, they only go up to business class. They don't have a first class cabin to the Maldives or Mauritius. The same with the Seychelles. Um, so you look at those a year ahead, um, you know, w work out sort of what you're going to do what you're going to do and um, you know make sure that you, you book the, the 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 business class option because um, you won't get first in fact this the Seychelles um, BA don't fly direct there but if you want to go to the Seychelles you can usually use your Avios on Qatar Airways but remember it's going to cost you double Avios because you can't use a companion voucher with Qatar or any other of the British Airways one world partners it's got to be British Airways to use that companion vouchering effectively get the the, the two seats for half the Avios, two, two for the price of one. So there I've been talking about British Airways primarily uh, and how I work the, the British Airways system to, to, to get Avios seats to different parts of the world. Uh, the other airline that you could do this on is, is Virgin. Uh, the disadvantage with Virgin is there is no companion voucher. You don't get the two for the price of one. And the other disadvantage with Virgin is that um, they don't fly to nearly as many destinations. Um, however, one big benefit of Virgin is you can get an MBNA card, a twin pack MBNA card. Um, they have an American Express. With that American Express, you earn two Virgin Flying Club miles for every pound you spend using your American Express. And there's also a Visa card that comes in that pack. So you can use that Visa card, you know, anywhere really. And you get one um, Virgin Flying Club mile for every pound you spend on the visa. Um, that MBNA card is much easier to obtain than the HSBC card I, I mentioned earlier on. So, you know, there are some benefits there. Um, I also have this Virgin card, and the reason I have this Virgin MBNA twin pack, uh, I have the black one, which which earns you know more uh, more of these Flying Club miles than the, the white one. The reason I have that is because I find often, although they don't fly to as many destinations. I can often find that if British Airways, there is no availability going to a big destination where Virgin always fl also flies, like Hong Kong, or you know they'll they'll fly to Los Angeles or Dubai or you know any of those big destinations. I often find there is some Virgin availability. I also find that Virgin availability is generally better, um, closer you know, to the, the date of the flight. So you don't have to book quite so far ahead on Virgin. Um, and sometimes I'll do sort of outbound on British Airways using Avios and inbound on Virgin using the Flying Club. Clearly you can't use the British Airways companion voucher on that. Um, you're gonna be spending more Avios and, and more Flying Club miles, but um, it, it, it adds to the flexibility and adds to the options that you've got to, to go out and come back from places. Um, you know, our trip to um, to Cape Town and to um, to the Kruger in South Africa uh, that Gemma and I are doing later on this year. Uh, originally, I was going. Uh, we were going out on Virgin. Um, we were going in their um, their upper class um, section, which is effectively like British Airways Business Class. It's like British Airways Club World. Um, and then we were going to come back on British Airways because you know the 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 availability was better. Uh, then I managed to find some more availability using British Airways, change the dates, and I managed to get out and return from Johannesburg um, in first class on the A380. 
Um, because we're going to Cape Town, we've actually got to take an internal flight. But British Airways actually have uh, an arrangement uh, where they code share on um, some local flights, some Comair flights uh, within South Africa be between Johannesburg and Cape Town. And you can fly British Airways using your Avios, and there's loads of availability between Johannesburg and, and Cape Town. So when I worked that out, I realised that British Airways was probably the better option in South Africa. Um, but yeah, Virgin Virgin's very, very good for, for going to the, the big destinations, um, you know, and, and, and it, it offers more flexibility when you're, you're looking to, to make those uh, frequent flyer mileage bookings. The other thing about Virgin is, lots of people would say that their upper class cabin uh, is better than British Airways uh, Club World cabin. So the, the business class cabin on Virgin is better than the business class cabin on, on British Airways. Um, and, and in some ways I tend to agree. Uh, the foods I would say is hands down better. Uh, I'd also say the lounge, certainly at Heathrow, the, 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 the clubhouse, is definitely better on, on Virgin. It's also quite nice when you arrive, uh, you can sort of book in ahead. Um, if you, you go to a separate part of the airport, there's a camera that recognises the number plate uh, for the car that you're going to arrive in. Um, you go straight through to a, a, a separate check-in area. Somebody comes out, takes your bags from the car, takes them to the check-in desk. Uh, and you pass straight through security without ever going through the, the main terminal building, which is really nice, very, very personal. And then you can go through to the clubhouse, uh, which is much, much better than the British Airways uh, terraces lounge. Um, if, if you're flying on Virgin, that you know, that, that, that's a big benefit. I'd say on board, the, the Virgin seat is a little bit tighter in, in upper class, depending on which seat you have. Um, they're also angled, so not everybody likes that. Um, and um, I'd say if there's two of you flying together and you manage to get the central seats on British Airways, so they're the two that are together in Club World, um, that can be better than the Virgin upper class seat because um, you know you have a, a much bigger area that two of you share right in the, the centre of the cabin uh, facing backwards. Um, so, you know, if we're flying together, Gemma and I, we, we often like going BA Club World and getting those centre seats. They're, they can be very, very good. Virgin don't have a, a, a first class cabin. I know they, they call their, their business class called upper class, but Virgin don't have a first class cabin. Um, so if you, if you want a sort of all, all first class experience, uh, then it's British Airways only. Uh, and the British Airways um, lounge, the, the Concord lounge, I would generally say is better than the, the, the Virgin uh, Clubhouse. Um, so the, the, the British Airways Clubhouse, uh, sorry, the British Airways Concorde Lounge uh, is very, very good on, on the first class flight. So um, there are sort of benefits either way on, on, on Virgin and BA. Generally, I like focusing on BA because they fly to a lot more places. There's a lot more people in their, their frequent flyer club, in the One World Club. So you can spend Avios and a, a lot more different airlines. Um, so I, I like those features uh, within British Airways. Virgin do have some of the partners which you can spend their flying club miles on. Um, they partner up with Delta. So you, if you see Delta flights go into the US um, and um, you know there's availability on the, the flight that you want, that can be a good option. Um, they've also upgraded a lot of their business class uh, cabins on Delta now, so they're not like the old uh, American um, sort of low-end, really old cabins like they were. Um, if you're flying uh, the other way, you can go on Singapore Airlines using Virgin's Miles. Um, so you know we were we were looking at a, a trip to to Bali. Uh, you can go from Singapore to to Bali or Singapore to a lot of other destinations, or even London to Singapore using Singapore Airlines. Uh, you know, and, and, and using the Virgin Flying Club miles. It's just all about sort of going online, um, you know, setting up a, a Singapore Airlines frequent flyer club account, uh, logging in, looking at all the availability six months a year ahead and working out how many miles you're going to need um, and, uh, and, and, and earning those Virgin Flying Club miles, you know, to enable you to, to be able to, to book those seats. So clearly this is a massive area, you know, I've just scratched the surface on what I tend to do uh, and what works for me out of the UK. There are some people who are involved in this area who are even bigger geeks than me, who have, you know, gone a lot, lot deeper, they've gone wider, they've gone through 
lots and lots of different airlines, uh, frequent flyer club systems, and they found the ways around things to enable you to, to, to get these flights really cheap. So I'm going to make two recommendations for, for very good websites that I tend to go on. Uh, the best one that I think you know is, is available for use for people within the UK. This is specifically targeted on, on us who li live in England uh, and in the United Kingdom. Uh, and that's headforpoints.com. Um, this this site, you know, run by a chap called Rob, or his 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 his, his, um, his handle is is Raffles. Um, you know, he's a, he's he's a brilliant uh, he's a brilliant guy. He's he's a complete geek. He's got to the bottom of a lot of this stuff. I've learned a lot of him. Headforpoints.com. If you have a look on his site, there are a load of processes that you can follow. You know, what's on offer and you know what's what's cheap at that point, and you know what you're able to. To, to book for, for not many miles, so that's an excellent site. Another forum which I learned a lot of my tricks from in the early days is flyertalk.com. Um, Flyertalk is a, a forum, there are loads of people on there all commenting. Clearly some of the comments are not as good as others, but you tend to work out who's good on that site and who's offering good information. Um, Flyertalk, uh, you know, I'd spend hours on all night when I couldn't sleep, you know, five, six, seven years ago working out all the little nubs that, that people were finding to, to really roll this system out and, and, and make it work for me and my life and, and, and get the most out of the, the whole f frequent flyer system. Clearly there's loads of value here. The more you put into this, the more you'll get out of it. Spend the time on it, you know, work the different ways of, of getting the credit cards and you know, go on British Airways all the time and look at different destinations different places you can you can get flights to, what's warm different times of the year. You'll notice that in the school holidays, um, the, the amount of avios you need goes up and the availability goes down, so try and fly outside of those times. Once you become an expert in this area, you'll be saving a hell of a lot of money on your long haul trips, you'll get more of them, uh, and you'll be able to fly in business and, and first class. I hope you found that podcast useful. I've certainly enjoyed delivering it. I hope you got a lot of value from it. That has been Mark Homer for Mark My Words.